0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian. And as always, we're back at it again this week with my co-host, Devin. And we're here to give our insights into The Book of Boba Fett, Season 1. This is, I think, the first Disney Plus or first show that we've kind of done in a while where we didn't cover it week to week because there was so much going on. And because of the break that we took going into the new year, but Hey, you know we're always going to be coming back talking about some star Wars. Right. And this one really um, it's, it's something it's, it's definitely something uh, a very uh, it's, it's pretty divided in a way I've seen some people like it more so than others, but uh, before we kind of just get into it, Devin, How the heck are you doing good? How are you? I'm good, man. Um, You know, it's it's hump day, middle of the week here. And yeah, I'm kind of just I'm just I'm just ready for the Super Bowl. Got some got some really weird. Well, actually, you sent me a um, (laughs) one of the weirdest things I've seen in a while about um, the Uncharted movie director, Ruben uh, uh, Fischler. It's apparently in talks with PlayStation to adapt Jack and Daxter for e- either TV or uh, for film.
1: Yeah. Did you see who, who volunteered to play
0: Jack? <sighs> no, I did not. <laughs> One guess. <laughs> the kid, please don't tell me. It's Tom Holland. Yes. <laughs> I know. Maybe, maybe like kid Jack, but not, not adult Jack.
1: But, well, he's, playing, he's, he's a kid playing adult Nathan Drake, so well, e- anything well, is possible. Yeah.
0: Well, for Uncharted, they said that it was supposed to be a um, that's supposed to be like a prequel. So it's like a younger Nathan Drake, but it's weird because it's a younger Nathan Drake, but he's also doing the same things. He's
1: obviously in his 20s still, because he's yeah, a bartender.
0: It's weird because like like all the shots like of Nathan Drake coming out of the plane, like that's taken from Uncharted 3, which is which happens later on. So I'm like, it's, I don't know what that is, but I I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about the Jack and Daxter TV film. I'm always weird about them trying to expand like a a video game medium, which, which is usually, I, I feel like video games, especially, you know, single player video games, story driven, story driven video games are more immersive than TV and film because of the um, interaction because you know the empathy through control all that jazz but like this just seems weird like i don't think there's a kid alive today who knows who jack and Daxter is like we've been clamoring for a jack and Daxter remake you know it seems that sony's going through all their naughty dog properties last of us uncharted um you know now uh, jack and Daxter has been resurfaced and i i just i just want a game i just want like a a new game or like a remake of the original three. That's that's literally all I want. Like that's it. But I mean, it is what it is. We'll, we'll see what what comes of it. And you know, if if it comes to fruition, you you'll be hearing about it here on the podcast. So, uh but other than that, um, you know, my day's been pretty well. You know, I got to work from home today and just ready for the Super Bowl. Go Bengals! Um, for anyone out there, really quick, actually, um, if you're a big fan. Of the Bengals. You should be following the Bengal Boys on Twitter. It is at the Bengal Boys. A lot of my friends from town, are from Cincinnati, uh, they get together every single week and make a parody parody video um, for the, for the Bengals, depending on who they're facing, or just in general to uh, to lift up the uh, the old Cincinnati spirit. So I'll put a link to their Twitter page in the episode notes down below. But Devin. Before we begin to talk about this bug of Boba Fett thing, I know I've been clamoring here for a bit, but gotta let our listeners know we got a little bit of housekeeping to get into before we get into this episode. So before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Show us some love and leave us a five-star rating and review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics, that is optics with an X, or email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie related questions. So, um, are are you ready to take a little trip to Tatooine? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back with our Book of Boba Fett Season 1 review right after this short break i am boba fett left for dead on the sands of tatooine job i ruled with fear i intend to rule with respect All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our Book of Boba Fett review season one coverage here on the show. Creator of this show is Jon Favreau, the man himself, and stars Ming-Nan Wen, Matt Berry, and of course, Tamara Morrison. And the synopsis of the season is as follows. Bounty Hunter Boba Fett and Mercenary Fennec trying to navigate the underworld when they return to Tatooine to, uh, to claim, excuse me, Jabba the Hutt's old turf. So, uh, before we kind of get into this, um, it's it's kind of apparent if, if you've been following the Mandalorian journey um, towards the end of season two of the Mandalorian. There was a small little snippet, a um, little post-credit scene of the book of Boba Fett. And that's that's kind of where all this started taking um, place. A lot of fans were super, super excited to kind of see how Boba Fett um, escaped the pit. And this is, the, this, this is that story. <laughs> this is that story for sure. Um, so I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial reactions before we get into spoilers because I know there's a lot of people out there who still haven't seen um, at least the season finale. And that's kind of what we wanted to do here in the show. You know, since we weren't able to cover it week to week, we figure we give it to you all at once, just give you our thoughts all together to uh, kind of, you know, still technically cover it for you guys but you know in a more in-depth way. So Devin, take it away. What are your initial reactions?
1: So as far as the finale goes, I think it was it was it was fine. Like definitely a couple issues but overall I was entertained throughout. Uh, it kind of kind of seems like a theme recently where these series have like a really really amazing penultimate episode and the finale isn't quite as strong. Kind of reminds me of like WandaVision. Or I'm sure there's another example, but that's the one that first came to my mind. Well,
0: yeah, Loki was... Oh, no, Loki's was just as good as Penultimate. That was pretty... I'm um, trying to think. Well, actually, um, I think Hawkeye's Penultimate episode was better than the finale. A little bit Which one way. was that? I can't remember. I <laughs> can't <I'm> remember. i <laughs> I have really bad memories, specifically when it comes to TV series. No, I... I it's... I mean, depending on what the show is... It's like, man, that was really, really good. I know for Loki, Loki's the yeah, yeah Hawkeye was, Hawkeye was. Yeah, yeah, Hawkeye had the the one with the uh, with Ronan. Yeah, 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 with Ronan. That's right. Yeah,
1: but yeah. It seems it seems to be kind of a trend recently where there's like these these thrilling reveals, like for episode six of of Boba, like that's some of the best Star Wars that we've ever seen. I mean, they they brought out characters that people thought they would never see, and seemingly out of nowhere too. That just surprise everybody and they were done so well especially how they fixed up they fixed up a certain character um he was not looking too great in mando but he's got a he's got a makeover now and he's looking better yeah yeah he still sounds like a robot but
0: yeah 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 you still so I, I i see what you mean it's very um uh i'm sorry are, are you done i didn't want to well do are we, am i going into like the whole series or just the, Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Like, you know, we're going to be doing a whole series. Obviously, you know, I feel like we are going to be more talking about the season finale, but just, you know, your experience overall from the entire, from episode one to seven as well.
1: Yeah. Just, just looking at the overall episodes, I really enjoyed the first two. I like, I love seeing how you escape the Sarlacc pit in episode one. Cause obviously that's like the biggest part of his lore. Like how did, how do you escape that? And he just kind of, forced his way out of there with his with his wits and I thought that was really cool to see and I also thought it was cool to see uh, another side of the Tusken Raiders because they've also been just kind of a mystery in the Star Wars universe nobody really knew who they were what they were about so it's kind of cool to see them combine forces and kind of work with each other and and better each other as two mysterious type of characters in the Star Wars universe and then episode 3 is when uh when things started to get a bit bumpy because of the Power Rangers,
0: <laughs> it just
1: it just it felt like they that they just did not fit at all in this series. Just I very I can't even name I I don't know who I the don't tone know. the tone of this series, and then you have these
0: weird cyberpunk Power Rangers that just does not fit <laughs> at all. It's is it. Do you think, and I'll get into my my thoughts here in a second, but I, a I,
1: I also I also do love that the entire internet just kind of came together and agreed that they're just Power Rangers. Like, yeah, everybody just agrees like that <laughs> those are Power Rangers. There's was, no denying it.
0: It wasn't even like what they were wearing. It was yeah. that what they were riding, and I'm like, why? They're, it like, it wasn't I'd, even just a couple people. It was like. <laughs>
1: It's Everybody like was just like,
0: yep, those are Power Rangers. But like the entire, like Tatooine is like, obviously it's based off of, you know, heavily influenced from Arrakis from Dune, but like, you know, it's, it's this desert wasteland where everything's like, you know, either a Sandy gray, you know, or, you know, more of like a, a beige type, like Brown or yellow. And then you just have these <laughs> every, like out of any like vehicle or ship, on Tatooine, and then you see these bright yellowed, like motorbikes, like that just seem completely out of place. I and mean, I mean, they're all just
1: Earthlings with like one cybernetic enhancement. Like, like one guy has an eye, one guy, when the lady has an arm, a robot arm. Like there's just nothing special. I think
0: they were playing Cyberpunk 2077 too much. <laughs> might
1: be it. I mean, it is it is great to see Thundercat as making an appearance as the um the the like cybernetic enhancement guy mm-hmm. who's like saved for next
0: life. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well,
1: other than that, I mean then going into episode four, um I like, I think the only saving grace for this one was I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the name. So I'm gonna call him Santo because that's what Boba started calling him. But Santo is a badass.
0: <laughs> I'm just uh well so before I get into my uh, my initial reaction of the season overall, obviously you know we're going to be talking more so about the season finale, but I, I feel like talking about it overall it is better, um, even though the season uh, season finale just dropped uh, earlier a, as of this recording. Um, but so the book of Boba Fett right now on Rotten Tomatoes uh, for the critics uh, average tomato meter is eighty one. And average audience score is 61. Now I haven't gone into to um, each episode like individually, but I will say from, from, from the very beginning, f- from the very beginning, I think this show was poorly placed right after Hawkeye because, you know, we, you know, we're towards the end of the year. Hawkeye ended on such a great note um, just through, you know, just, regardless of what you thought of Hawkeye, it got everyone, it did its job and got everyone in like the holiday season, the holiday spirit. And we know that Disney is very big on, you know, obviously, you know, the month of May um, for Star Wars day on May 4th. And of course, um, you know, Star Wars movies used to release in May because of that reason. And then, you know when disney bought it they moved it to december and it's like okay that, that that's that's fine you know you can celebrate star wars you know you have two big uh, ways to celebrate star wars uh twice a year and i i think that the show itself being the what the um, the season premiere was on december 29th i believe yeah so it's like you know right after christmas like i i feel like disney did not give their audience, a little bit more of a breathing time in between Hawkeye and, um, Boba Fett just because, I mean, I know it's, you know, it's Marvel studios and then Lucasfilm, but it's like, it felt so one after the other, because Hawkeye ended, I think the week of Thanksgiving, um, right before Christmas. And then like a few days after Christmas, they're like, Oh, the book of Boba Fett's coming out. I gotta be honest. I totally forgot that it was dropping. And then, you know, you would ask if we were, you know, going to be covering here on the show. And I was like, oh man, you know, like I didn't realize it was going to be seven weeks. And I was like, well, let's, you know, as we're doing now, just covering the episode as a whole. But I think that was the main issue with it is that, well, that isn't the main issue, but starting off, I think it was just poor placement. Because then going into like episode one, I didn't mind as much. Just because, you know, like it kind of, the flashbacks were fine in the first episode because it did see, you know, we did see how Boba Fett escaped the Starlight Pit. Personally, I feel like they could have condensed all that into like maybe one to two episodes and then going forward with like more recent uh, politics on Tatooine, which I didn't really find all that interesting. Um, So like, I mean, episode one, I was like, okay, you know, Usually gave it a pass. And then, like, the flashbacks just kept happening over and over and over. Episode two, episode three, episode four, which was like, I believe, like 30 to 35 minutes of the entire episode. But I will say, episode four was a little bit better than one, two, and three. But then, of course, episode five came, the return of the Mandalorian. And that got everyone excited. Then, episode six was even better. But I wanted to bring up because I know a lot of people were complaining about, you know, we got four episodes of Boba's journey of him you know, escaping the star pit, uh, befriending the Jawas and whatnot. And it, it was interesting, but for me, it just, it just didn't really do anything. Like I, I just, I think it's, I don't really care too much about Boba Fett as a character as much as I did when I was younger, because I mean, I know there's a lot of books and like, um, novels and comic books about him but it's like for, for a, for a movie character I feel like I haven't I shouldn't have to look elsewhere to get a deeper meaning into the person it's there if I want it but I feel like we should have gotten a little bit more with Bubba Fett and I I think that's what fans were hoping for with the show but I think you actually showed me this tweet by uh, Adam Fraser um the book of Adam Fraser uh, a big thread that he was talking about and for people who kind of forgot like during Disney's investors day uh December 10th of 2020 Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm, did announce that the next chapter of The Mandalorian would premiere in December uh, 2021, or quote-unquote, within the book of Boba Fett. And then he kind of goes on to explain how, you know, it is a book of Boba Fett, like, yes, like Boba Fett is the main character, but it is more so... There's chapters for different characters, right? And they're all
1: they're all connected to Boba. Like, obviously, I mean, can we get into spoilers? I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, really, really quick, because I know I've been talking up a storm here, but that is your first spoiler warning for Book of Boba Fett. So if you haven't seen the season finale, we're definitely going to be talking about that today as well, as well as the other, um, you know, the rest of the season. So again, 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 again. That's your second spoiler warning. So again, if you haven't seen the Book of Boba Fett season finale, turn back now because we're basically going to be talking about it, gushing over it, and we don't want to ruin that for you guys. Hence the nice little uh, <laughs> nice little sound effect we got there. So sorry, Devin, continue. Yeah, obviously,
1: um, Cad Bane is, is a big example because he has a strong connection with Boba Fett in the expanded Star Wars lore. And I don't know if we would have gotten him we definitely wouldn't have gotten him this soon if it if it weren't a Boba Fett based series because they are directly connected. And can we just say how badass he is? Oh, it's amazing. Like, like I'm I'm somebody who has not watched much animated Star Wars, but even I recognize how cool of a character he is. And then when you see him on the on live like the uh, live action screen, yeah, I don't know how they pulled
0: that off so well. He looks amazing. Like, yeah,
1: like <laughs> he looks like actually scary. Like those teeth are like he's gonna he's gonna bite your head off. Yeah,
0: like I, I like how it wasn't and from seeing Cad Bane in uh, the Clone Wars series. I'm like I've always loved him as a character. I think he's really really great. There's a lot of great characters that they are starting to bring over from Clone Wars into live action. You know, we've seen it with Ahsoka multiple times, seeing with Cad Bane, and I I really and and of course. Um, Uh, Katan as well um so it's like we've we're finally seeing these characters in the animated side that people have been have loved for years and then you know into live action i think they're doing a great job with it i mean even uh rosario dawson as ahsoka she looks fan freaking tastic i absolutely just i i adore it it's I love how they're just finally starting to dive into these other characters because I mean, Clone Wars is such a big part of Star Wars. I mean, there there are you know, there's a lot of like filler episodes here and there, but it really does a great job of expanding the 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 greater Star Wars universe. You know, Star Wars is it's it's one giant story. Um, I, I I am interested to see how. And when Disney decides to kind of move away from all these legacy characters, as much as I am excited for, um, you know, the Obi-Wan series, I think it's about five or six episodes, something of that nature. I I really do want Disney to start just moving forward. Like I think they're doing a great job with The Mandalorian, like moving things forward. And they, they try to. With um <laughs> with The Last Jedi, but then they, they really they really had a chance. They really they did. had the biggest chance in the world. And then it, it's it's really true. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. And even going back to Cad Bane, we were talking about, um I I'm not sure if you saw it on Twitter, but somebody was um it, there was like a fan edit of Cad Bane to make him look more accurate. And I'm like, well, like I guess. Job well done, in a sense of like, yeah, he looks more like I saw the edit, and yeah, he looks more like his animated counterpart. But the problem is, it he doesn't look live action enough. He just looks more computer generated. I've already seen that side of Cat Bane. I want to see the live action side. So I, I, I think they did a great job. Yeah, if there's
1: some, it, if there's people complaining about how he looks. I, there's just no pleasing you because it's he looks it's amazing. The worst.
0: It really just goes to show like that picture alone really just goes to show that <laughs> it's it's the, the other saying is, well, the first one, like I said, nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. You're not a lot to hate Star Wars unless you're a Star Wars fan. And the uh, the other one is um what was uh, a Star, War, uh, Star Wars Star Wars fans, fans just want more of the same. I mean,
1: I mean, obviously, in the case of, of Luke, he did look not good in the in Man, in Man-, in Man- in- but then that guy, the guy on the internet, the guy on the internet was like, "Hey, I'll fix this." And Lucas Films was like, "Yeah, come on down. We'll hire you." So then they did that, and he looks good now. He he definitely looks he definitely looks great. I think they're they're like I think they're very restricted when it comes to his dialogue because they know that the more his his mouth has to move, the stranger it looks. So they kind of, they kind of like try to keep his dialogue very simple, like very repetitive and very simple words to say that don't that don't cause a lot of mouth motion. Yeah. So that's why he kind of comes off like a robotic and, <laughs> and kind of strange sounding. It's also just weird to hear a young Mark Hamill. It is. Isn't it? It's been so long. It's
0: so strange. Like, I mean, I, I mean, like, like we said, you know, episode five of Mandalorian was like insane. You know, it's, it was called the return of the Mandalorian. You know, everyone's joking Mandalorian season 2.5 and like, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, since i feel like it's just in general like if this show were were called the
1: book of star wars i feel like there would be so many less complaints yeah just that it's called the book of boba fett Mm. that people are like complaining so much about what what they got but yeah it's just it's just all star wars and it all led to to two of the best star wars pieces of media that we've ever seen so i don't really know why it's getting so much hate, but
0: because everyone's complaining about like, oh, it's supposed to be you know Mando's story, and but you know, oh, the Mandalorian's taking away from it. And it's like, well, I mean, they 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 both do technically come well. Obviously, uh Jin Jaren follows the creed of the old way a lot more um uh, faithfully than Boba does, but I mean they are both Mandalorians. I mean, they're they're both bounty hunters, it makes sense. I mean, I will say, like. I did prefer Boba in the Mandalorian season 2 when he came up with that with that cane. It was he was yeah, this right. That's
1: why I, that's why everyone was so excited about this cuz he yeah. was so great in that.
0: And then like with this with this series they made it they really made him see underpowered especially with the um with, with the season finale and I mean it, I I don't know like what, what what did you think of um of Fennec Shan cuz I thought she did a really good job but it's, there's, I feel like there isn't too much depth with these characters in the series. I mean, I guess people can, you can call it bad storytelling. You can call it bad, whatever. I was just tired of the flashbacks. And it's just, like I said before, the politics weren't, I, I just, I don't, I don't care about Tatooine that, that way. I just don't, I I don't know what it is, but what did you think of Fennec Shen's uh, performance? Um,
1: I thought she did she did fine I mean she didn't get too much to work with in this series I feel like kind of took a backseat obviously but she's just always a cool assassin to have on the screen I do think there are legitimate complaints about uh, how Boba Fett was written as a character yeah even even Tamara Morrison kind of mentioned on on social media that he complained that he was talking too much as a character yeah that's that's Boba Fett's whole thing is, is the mystery and is, is who he is and what he's about. But for most of this series, he's got his helmet off and he's just talking a lot, <laughs> which is definitely a strange choice. And I agree with that because it just kind of takes away from him. And mm. I mean, that's what makes Mandalorian so, so cool is that mask is always on. Except for the, when he absolutely has to take it off,
0: and obviously, I mean, we all <laughs> we all know what uh, <laughs> what his face looks like. But it, it's it, it's so you know pa- we all know what Patrick Pascal looks like. But yeah, it's it, it, it kind of is. The, the I think Star Wars has always done a really good job of creating characters, even if those who have a mask, like when it comes to the Mandalorian or Boba Fett or even Darth Vader. They're they're able to still express so much emotion, like it, it's it's crazy. Yeah,
1: like for Mando, like you can tell his his walk apart from somebody else's. He's got his own special <laughs> yeah. like walk. Like you can just see when he's walking up, like oh, it's Mando.
0: Man, when he walked up in that in that freezer, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh yeah, because they they started playing his little you know his theme song towards the end of episode four. I was like, oh. Here we go, buddy. Let's go. He walked in that meat locker. I was like, "Oh man." He's like, "I could bring you in warm, or I could bring you in cold." I was like,
1: "Oh yes." And he can barely handle his own sword.
0: Yeah, I really i I want to know if what's going to happen with uh, with the dark saber with with him. And of course, uh, we we kind of uh, you know we've been talking about all these different characters. For, we forgot to talk about the uh, the the most important character, Grogu. I I love how the the
1: mechanic was like, I do not like that name. Just like the internet. I'm not,
0: I'm not super attached to it. I mean, I feel like people are still going to call him baby Yoda um, or the child. I I feel like, but yeah, um, it's, you know, we, we we see what uh, Grogu has been up to uh, this entire time with with Luke and beautiful, beautiful shots of, that whole training montage is just <sighs> incredible. Yeah, I can't say there's a lot of like amazing shots in uh, the book of Boba Fett. I feel like there were a few towards the be uh, the first uh, like f- three four episodes when they're doing ironically the flashbacks, but um it uh, it, it was really nice to kind of just see what Grogu was up to because we didn't know if we were going to see him again. You know, he, he, at the end of season two, he, he leaves Luke, but I, I like how the Mandalorian and the book and not the book of Boba Fett, but how uh, Mando and Boba Fett's story kind of intertwine together because I mean, why, why wouldn't they run into each other, you know, doing uh, about the hunter jobs and whatnot. But I, you know, we, we, we finally see Grogu is given um, a choice of the, uh, the armor that uh, Mando dropped off for of him early in Episode Five, or a lightsaber, and not
1: it. That's just any lightsaber, huh? It's Yoda's lightsaber.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yoda's. <laughs> I feel like it's the only one he, he could give him. Luke's like crap. <laughs> like I can't make a small enough lightsaber. He's like, you know what? I'll give him Yoda's. They're I mean, the same race. He's gonna be the same size. I I really want to know how far we're going to take a journey with Grogu um, and how far we're going to go with Boba Fett as well, because it's been, uh, it's been weird. i um, in the season finale is okay, but I mean, I really like how we took the detour with Mandalorian and kind of found out, you know, what's been going on with him. And, you know, that really just opens up the gates for, you know, Mandalorian season three, you know, we, we finally see Mando and, and uh, Grogu back together again. And you know we, we finally we see Grogu making his his first adult choice, uh, chooses the uh, the chainmail or the Mithril.
1: Such so that's, that's an easy choice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if you, if you think about it, <laughs> he, even if he does, he chooses to be the Mandalorian, and then Mando dies. And he's like, all right, I'll just move on and become
0: a Jedi because I'm going to live for thousands <laughs> of years. But is but is that is that chain really going to like? He's going to get a blaster him? to the blasted
1: shot to the chest and we're all gonna freak out and then he's gonna live because of that chain <laughs> he
0: I mean he's already taken a few dives <laughs> without it he just goes flying like a little <laughs> kicking a rock or something like that it's crazy I love when he when he like
1: force grabbed the the part <laughs> off of the the droid and it tossed him backwards
0: (laughs) he was like whoa
1: whenever (laughs) whenever he moves it's just the cutest thing ever and you know he's he's, he he waddles across the floor
0: (laughs) i mean yeah he's he's all like animatronic and aside from a few shots but they they do a really good job with with uh with him and i I really like i said before i really enjoyed how we did the nice little detour with um with with the Mandalorian, it it's just a breath of fresh air because like honestly, I was I was not really feeling it after episode four. I was like, okay, you know, they show they how um how Fennec meets up with um with um oh with uh, with Boba Fett, I almost said Jango Fett excuse me Boba Fett and uh I mean it was interesting but I'm just like man I'm like if if they show this man in the septic tank one more time. <laughs> I just wasn't having it, but the C I guess we can kind of just move on to see season finale now. Uh, but you, you'd said that, you know, it was fine. I, I thought it was okay. Not like good, not saying that it was bad. It's just that it kind of just ends. And like we mentioned before, you know, it's very um, with the, the penultimate episode seemed to be, the, the real crowd pleasers and then you know it's it's not like with like you know with game of Thrones where i mean pretty much every penultimate season had an amazing payoff for the season finale and give or take a few minus season eight but well, that's another that's a topic for another day but it was um i i thought it was cool like you know it was kind of like one giant battle thing I didn't really feel like there was a lot of stakes I and mean, we we knew mando mando was gonna was going to survive. I didn't know Boba Fett was going to survive though or not. But well, well, the real question: Did Cad Bane survive? Oh, that's the real question. Oh, he did for sure. There's no, you don't bring back Cad Bane for two episodes and then just not. I mean, I I sure hope so because uh, he amazing. did get. I, I do like
1: that that kind of tying it all together where Boba uses the the um, the Raiders weapon that that yeah. like stick that was handmade for him mm-hmm. to defeat Cad Bane kind of just brings it all, all full circle
0: nicely. Yeah. But, um, I hope, hope he lives. I, I hope he does too. And it was, you know, I wish we were got we saw a little bit more of him, but, um, I, I kind of do like how, I mean, you know, it, it goes back to Boba's story, but it's just, I didn't really. I mean, like it was. It was a cool, you know, nice little bike chase scene. We saw some little little spin and twirlies from a. <laughs> I don't even know what what the what the Power Rangers Street Gang name was, but the the one black guy with the with the mask, he did a little little spin. I was like, I feel like it's safe to say we won't be seeing them anymore. After I this. hope. I kind of hope not because I I couldn't even tell you their names. Uh, They're just some kids off the street of Tatooine who. You know, wanted to stick it to the man and then Boba Fett showed them the way and it's like, Oh, come work for me. But also, um <laughs> I I was telling people, you know, they're asking me how big a Boba Fett was, and I told them like, Well, honestly, you, you can kind of just start from episode five and go on from there unless you really, really care about Boba Fett's story. I just don't
1: I, I think one and two. Are, are worth it and then three and four are just rough
0: one one i, I would say one just i don't know and, man and two just, is great just because of that like, that train scene oh the train scene was great for sure it, it's just uh i i just couldn't get into it like man, it it took me a while like because i I, w- I was planning on watching a week to week and then like three stockpiled together and i was like okay
1: i, I, I do like, think that's a good thing to bring up because I was watching Jeremy John's review and he mentioned that he binge watched all of it and that it, he really enjoyed it that way. So I think this is an example of one where I think this would have been a
0: better binge than a weekly one. I wonder if Disney shows or, you know, since we've seen with Marvel and with Lucasfilm so far, I kind of, I kind of want to go back and rewatch like just an entire series. doesn't matter which one. Well, it kind of matters. Uh, no, if I'm going to winter soldier, please. But um, <laughs> um, I kind of want to go back and rewatch because it is different watching it week to week than binging. I will say it is different. Um, I wonder how different it's going to be or if it's going to give me a different um, outlook because I, well, I for
1: this series specifically, it's like you don't have to sit there and linger with Power Rangers for a whole week. Like you just <laughs> watch the episode and move on to the next. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, Devin, if, if if I if I offered you five dollars right now without looking up anyone, any, <laughs> no. any if you could name any of those skits, <laughs> I don't know a single one of their names. Jo-
1: Johnny Silverhands.
0: <laughs> that was not his name. That that's, was
1: that's Keanu's name
0: in Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, the, the girl looks kind of familiar, but I just, I don't know, bro. I felt so bad for them. They were just there like,
1: oh yeah, let's, let's, they also didn't contribute anything.
0: Nothing at all. They they were, you know, it, they were stuck in a shootout like the entire time. They were, they were either on a chase scene sequence or like a smaller, like hold out shootout type thing. But I mean the, uh, the finale, it. It kind of like, I kind of like the, uh, it wasn't the destroyers. It was like the, the, the death scorpions or something of that nature. Um, it, it, there was a few cool shots, but nothing like cinematically really grabbed me. Actually, I will say when Mando got like his new ship was kind of cool. And then of course him, uh, his fight with the other, uh, Mandalorian where he's technically no longer a Mandalorian or he had to like redeem himself. Uh, did you catch that at all? in the finale? No, not not in the finale, I'm sorry. Um, in episode 5. When um when when we finally get the return yeah, of- he
1: had to he had to fight for the for the sword.
0: Yeah, yeah, the fight for the sword. So, I mean, cuz it seemed like he has a big grip on it. I don't think that he was going to especially with season 3 coming up. But I was interested to see if, you know, if Grogu was going to stay with Luke or go back with the Mandalorian. Personally, I think they were definitely, I mean, obviously they were playing on having him come back, but I, I think that was a smart move because you, you, I don't know if we can do too much. Uh, I, I don't know how much like computer generated uh, Luke we can really handle because if he didn't, every single time we cut back to Grogu, he would be with Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they're done with it or Maybe like one per episode type thing. I think yeah, I feel like we
1: like all we all should have known this was coming because Grogu couldn't have been his first student because we all know who that was. <laughs> ben. Oh, Ben. Thick, thick Kylo Ren.
0: Or or was it because he was building the school when Grogu was quote unquote being trained. So maybe Grogu was like a unofficial trainee.
1: Well, Ahsoka mentioned that he was going to be the first student
0: yeah yeah but yeah yeah, that's true i i do hope we see more so good for sure i'm uh, well we, we, I mean, we're going to because she's getting her own show which i'm very very excited for um but yeah i mean overall like the uh the season of now, like it, it was cool like it was a fun time you know the runtime was about like an hour and then um, we get that we had a nice uh,
1: post-credit scene where thundercat is fixing up Cobb vanth cop vanth is becoming a nice nice fan favorite timothy
0: Wait, was that... Oh, so there was one. Because I yeah. cut it off after Mando, Mando went into hyperdrive. It was basically
1: Brogan. just Thundercat
0: um, tending to the
1: Cobb Manth in a bacta pod. Oh, okay. So he's still alive.
0: Okay, okay. I got you, I got you. Yeah, so, yeah I, did, I was like scrubbing through. I'm like, is there one? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I don't really see it. But it probably just kind of skipped over. I, I can't imagine it being super long, but... Yeah, um, but overall, like I, I thought overall the series is terrible. Nothing, uh, nothing super. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I wasn't really expecting anything shocking, but like,
1: yeah, it, it just feels like five and six are more so like the finale type of of episodes, and yeah, that's what that's what the show will be remembered for. And I feel like that's why I still kind of have a a bright outlook on it as a whole, just because. Those are just such good episodes.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree with you, Devin. Um, episode five and six are definitely, it's what's going to be remembered of this show. Um, I can't really save for the rest, unfortunately. Uh, maybe one day I'll go back and re-binge, you know, during my, m- maybe during, you know, the month of May, I know I'll be I'll be binging, watching a lot of Star Wars there. You know, May May 4th is uh, coming up. It's really the entire month of May, but it is what it is there, but let's get into our, um, uh, we kind of just already went over like our, our, uh, final thoughts of this, of this, uh, series. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, moving forward, I think Mandalorian season three is rumored to come out around December. Shocker there. Cause December is always a big star Wars month, as I mentioned before, but, um, let's just get into scores, I guess. And we'll, we'll kind of close on out here for the, for the day it's it's you know it's been another successful wednesday here on the uh on the show but um i think what's coming up next in disney plus i think it's midnight i believe so yeah well that's sort of the tail end of december uh not december march isn't it yeah i believe yeah yeah i thought i thought so well yeah so Devin, give me your score for the book of boba fett season one and would you like to see a season two
1: I think I'm gonna go with a, like got a 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was definitely entertained, and five and six obviously just raised the the seat the floor of this series so much. Um, but yeah, definitely uneven throughout. Kind of weird switching back and forth between the characters, but obviously much much appreciated because everybody loves Mando. But as far as the season two, I feel like I don't know. It feels kind of unnecessary unless they really want to keep diving deeper into his background. I feel like they did a pretty decent job of showing where he, where he came from, how he got out and how he established himself as a, as a mob boss type of character. But if they feel like they can do it, I, I trust John Favreau. but definitely just looking forward to Mando season three.
0: This is the way this is the way. Um, so for me, I would probably give this about, I, I would go around like, uh, let's see on serialized, which I, I've been logging on my TV and you should too, not just you, Devin, but also all the, uh, nice little, um, um, uh, the, the listeners out there serialized. It's like letterbox and letterbox is It's an app for, you know, logging for movies. Um, there are some TV shows on there, but there it's usually just limited series of shows, but serialized is the same as letterbox, just more TV focused. Um, as of right now, I have it at about two and a half stars. So I guess that's like, what, a 55%. So, yeah, I, I think about maybe like a 55% uh, for me. Uh, I I thought it was okay. The series overall, I thought it was okay. Not the best. Um, what really saved it for me was episode five and six. Um, you know, when shock, funnily enough, had nothing to do with Boba Fett. But I will say out of... Episodes one through four, and then episode seven of uh, season finale, and I would have to say the season finale was definitely the best. But I, I feel like Boba Fett was underpowered because he was wrecking. I mean, wrecking in Mandalorian season two, like he was just going off and. It's it seems like he's underpowered now. It's like it seems like he's too old or too slow. And I was like, what happened? Sorry. Um <laughs> not my mind. There. <laughs> I'm like, what 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 happened? I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I just Yeah, it was I, definitely just some, some character inconsistencies. Like, just go back and watch that fight. Like he was cracking skulls. Boba Fett was the man. And then he sat in his up to tank for four hours for four episodes. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I felt those episodes, man!" But yeah, I would give it about a fifty-five uh, percent, two out of uh oh, sorry, two and a half out of five stars for um for me on serialized. If you want to follow me on serialized, the um my uh show or excuse me, my profile will be in the episode notes below of this episode as well. So. So you, you gave it about like 70, I'm sorry, 70, 75, 75, that's right. 75 from Devin and 55 from me, which is usually the other way around. But I just, man, oh man, I just couldn't get into the series. I, I don't, it's maybe it's because I didn't really care too much about Boba Fett. He was really barely in the, the original series all that, not the original series, but the original trilogy. Um, They did, they did, you know, expand on him a little bit through, uh. Through, through the prequels, kind of, sort of, and then uh, more so with the Clone Wars. But I, I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot more uh, of the Clone Wars. We definitely got to see some more Darth Maul at, at some point, maybe. I don't know, or maybe, uh, maybe Amelia em- Clark will come back as her character. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know. Well, well character that no one remembers the name of. It's it starts with a Q, doesn't it? Do you know?
1: Nope,
0: I can't remember. I think at the QR. No, I don't know. I want to stop guessing, but yeah, that pretty much concludes our episode here today for the book of Boba Fett season one. Will we get a season two? We don't know. We'll just have to wait and see, but there is more star Wars content on the way for everyone. Of course we have uh, Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi, the TV series that's supposed to be uh, launching in May. very excited for that. And um, I think, that's the only other Star Wars thing that we know of so far besides the Mandalorian season three, which is supposed to come later on in the year, but we'll just have to wait and see. But Devin what's coming up on the pod here. You might ask what's coming up here on the show. We have a lot of things. It's been a very busy week for us here on the show. So um, starting off. If you haven't already definitely check out our jackass forever review that is out on the podcast now. And as well, we did a little a bit of a. Uh, of an emergency show a little bit of an emergency podcast for you guys talking about the oscar nominations giving our reactions and our, our our soft predictions of who we think is going to take home the gold and of course if you're listening to this episode if you're a big big sci-fi fan since we're talking about one of the biggest sci-fi you know series of 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 all time franchises of all time. If you're a big sci-fi nerd, you should be checking out raised by wolves that is on HBO max season two just dropped uh, this past week. I believe the first two episodes are out by the time you're listening to this Um, episode three should be dropping. I believe the third episode should be out, but me and a friend of the show, Leo Rydell over at uh, Geekly Goods YouTube channel, we're going to be getting together talking about the first six episodes, giving our overview of it. Um, So we're going to kind of just gush over it. I don't think a lot of people are watching it, but like, if you're a really big sci-fi person, it is so good uh, from the mind of Ridley Scott. So definitely check out season one if you haven't already, and get geared up and ready for season two. And last but not least, later on, uh, later on next week, uh, the next week, mid February, believe we're going to be uh, revisiting or coming back, uh, continuing our Hunger Games um, franchise revisited with the Hunger Games. Catching Fire. We have some amazing, amazing guests coming on to the show with us. With us, We have Amy Smith over from In Session Film and Next Best Picture. And we have Sharia Chawa, YouTuber in of itself. It's in the name. He's a great guy. So we're definitely going to be talking some Hunger Games, Catching Fire, getting ready for the 10-year uh, anniversary that's going to be hitting in March. So um, that's going to be our, our next monthly uh, series review for that. And, um, of course we have uncharted coming up and a few others, uh, the Batman and whatnot. So definitely keep a look out for all that stuff on our Twitter page. That's where we, you know, that's, that's where you can pretty much stay in the know for our podcast. And of course you can listen to our podcast on the platforms around the internet, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts. Um, ooh, my gosh. iHeartRadio, Pandora. We're on audible Devin. We are on audible in Facebook. It's crazy, crazy to think about. Next stop, maybe YouTube. I don't know, but that pretty much concludes our episode here for today. And in before and before we leave, one more thing: always make sure to share. An episode, or share this episode with a friend, your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it is. Make sure to share this episode, one of our other previous episodes, something that kind of catches your eye, and it's like, hey, you know what? I watched that show. I watched that TV show. Hey, I want to check out the Oscar nominations. What should I be watching to prepare myself for awards season? So that pretty much covers everything. Wanted to get out to you guys today. So. We're going to close on out on out here and we hope you guys have a great rest to your week. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian and we'll see you guys in the next one.